And all three back together. Trista Crick live in Portland. Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew back hunkered down under a tornado warning. Well, watch, not a warning. There's a difference, and I've learned that. The warning's worse. I know that much. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on the Odyssey app. Uh, I mean, it is... It's getting a it's getting a little bit dicey out there again, guys. Round round two of this. Meanwhile, Tristan just gets to sit out there in Portland, like, oh yeah, we got great weather. You go with a time where it's great. There's no rain this time of year. You're just enjoying the perfect weather out there. I'm jealous. Yeah, it it rains nine months out of the year in Portland, and those are months <laughs> that I don't come to Portland. That's just what I don't do. From it it rains from October to June, probably all the way actually until the 4th of July. It always rains on 4th of July. Didn't this year, but every other year I've ever been here, it's always rained. It rains on Halloween. It rains It rains pretty much any time after September 30th. You're, you're good for rain pretty much at any time and lots of it. So, and lots of gray uh, as well. You get a little couple of, couple of weeks in February where it, where it turns in like 58 and sunny and people sunbathe in 58 degree weather. But in general, gray, rainy, and I'm all the way out. Yeah, I have a complaint to make here, actually, you guys. Uh, coming from the Midwest, like the one good thing I thought that we had here on the East Coast, like in D.C. in the DMV area, is I no longer had to fear for my safety with severe weather, with thunderstorms and, you know, tornadoes. Now, obviously, like these things occur, right? Like the possibility is there. But I think we're in like a code three or four. My wife said for the first time she read since 2012. Like this is what I deal with in Chicago and in Milwaukee. I told you guys about my first job in Iowa when they're like, hey, you're the sports director, but you're also our storm chaser. Actually, they gave me two options. Swear on my grandmother. This is a true story. They said, all right, so you're going to call games. Uh, And then like the downfall of the job was I had to do the show that I told you guys about. It was like. It was called Newsmakers. It was Meet the Press, but I had to book my own guests, and they wanted me to get, like, politicians and, you know, congressmen. And by the end of it, I was getting the superintendent from the local high school to talk school budget, like, to talk fall budget because <laughs> I ran out of guests. I did interview Bernie Sanders. He was hammered. Uh, but so then the other downfall of the job that I found out two months into it was the big thing in Iowa is obviously severe weather. They sell a bunch of sponsors. So when there is a tornado watch or a tornado warning, everybody goes into the studio. You give the local weather reports. This is canceled. Here's what the radar says. Brought to you by Bob's Burgers, Wendy's Kitchen Supplies, this, that. Everybody in town because they had this terrible uh, tornado like two years before we moved there that ripped through the town, tore apart the high school, houses were destroyed, lives were destroyed. Sad story. Uh, anyway, though, <laughs> so two months in, my boss, his name's Chad, because of course he was a Chad. He's like, all right, you got, he's like, I chase the storms. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. He's like, you could come with me and you could chase the storms or you could be in the studio on the air giving like weather updates. Dude, I'm from Chicago. I don't know how to, like, I'm like the barometric pressure. I don't know any of this stuff. Um, So what would happen was anytime I would see, like, Tornado Watch or, like, we would get, like, a weather report where, hey, there's a possibility of thunderstorms or a tornado on Wednesday, I would always leave town. I'd be like, oh, got to go to Des Moines or, oh, we got to do this because (laughs) I just, I wasn't chasing storms and I did not want to go and sit in this little radio shack like this, it was like this little like shack on a farm answering calls or doing weather updates. A, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm not the person that should be informing the public about their safety. 
And uh, also, I'm really afraid of this because growing up in Joliet, Illinois, one time I had to walk outside during a tornado to get in my aunt's car, and a tree branch actually whacked me and hit me, and it scratched my eye. It scratched my cornea. So I am very afraid of tornadoes, being from the Midwest. And uh, my first, yeah, job in the biz, they tried to get me to be a storm chaser, and I was not having any of it. I yeah, feel I'm sure that... you didn't get paid enough to be a storm chaser. <laughs> 30K a year, I, Nick. I, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I feel that I, I am really very much in, in the camp that, no, I wouldn't do that. But with, with the question I have for you, Ryan, is when you got offered the job, did you just say yes, knowing full well that you were not going to do either of those things? No, no, no. So I said yes to the newsmakers thing because I thought that that was the bad part of the job. They didn't tell me about the weather stuff. <laughs> Until, like, I was already, like, calling games. I'd already moved my entire family to Creston, Iowa, you know, and, and that's not an easy sell. And two months into it, he's like, oh, by the way, we get really bad storms. Uh, one of them actually tore the roof off my house. The roof? There you go. The I was roof? like, careful. Trista's going to get you if you do I, that. Hey, it was my first one back, all right? I had to go, and I'm just coming back <laughs> yeah. from the Midwest, so give me a week, all right? You know, to, let, me mean, get, let me get my East Coast twang back, all right? I will say this, though. Like, I've never lived in an area that has tornadoes. I mean, I've been under, like, watches before. Yeah. Except for now, 2020 and 2021, there's a neighborhood five minutes from where I live here. And we got – we actually – my wife and I actually lived there for a year while this the house that I'm in was, was getting built. This was a different neighborhood. And we were – we got a tornado. Like, you know where your phone, like, goes off. You get the big, loud alert, and it's like, oh, this is, like, serious. We actually kind of didn't have a uh, basement, not a lot of basements around here near the like the water kind of area, just bad to do. So we kind of just got like in the interior of the house, like, oh, this is kind of serious. And then she starts peeking out the window. I'm like, stop, don't, don't do that. She's like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Ten seconds later, a giant branch comes flying in the air and completely crushes our fence, like rips the thing out of the ground. And that, if it hidden in the fence, it probably would have gone right through the sliding glass door in the back. And that same neighborhood, after we moved out, the next year, had another tornado go through. You had that one, then you had another go through on the same street. Not just, not just you know, the same area. The same street, two years in a row. Houses were ripped off their foundations. There were new houses being built. They got lifted and shifted six feet to one side and like, felt like, I've never seen anything like it. We don't live in an area that's like that. So yeah, I'm with you guys. Like, no, no thanks, no tornadoes, none of that. I want nothing to do with it. I can see it outside. It's getting dicey. It's almost as dicey as what's going on in the Braves right now. Why did I bet Spencer Strider over 10 and a half? To, uh, I mean, just just absolutely. He went two and two-thirds innings, gave up six earned runs, three Ks, and he shelled. Pirates up 6-1 on the Braves right now. I hate – you know what? I know you got excited about baseball. I got excited earlier, Ryan, with the, you know, easy, easy over in Pirates or in, uh, in Padres-Dodgers. Yeah, I'm back on being angry again. I'm just going to be betting on – on I guess preseason football because this is this is ugly right now with the Braves. Yet that team's still favored to win the World Series. I get it. It's only one. It's only one game plus three twenty five, and it's the Dodgers and the Astros. But man, it is it is an ugly one tonight for the Braves. Yeah, it's also our an man ugly night. Vito has two hits. He only has two. They're, they're, the Braves only have two hits tonight. One of them is for yeah. a run. Three hits. It looks like now uh, for Austin Riley, six to two. But our our man Beto actually kind of dealing compared to Spencer Strider. Yeah. When you looked at the metrics and you were doing your little analysis, my I was doing my little analysis. Uh, I miscalculated uh, completely. 
So, uh, yeah, and you know what? I uh, I come back from, from Illinois, and I bring you guys gifts, but tonight's going to be a bad sell, a tough sell, I should say, because the Cubs, as I look up, down 5-1, to one, and I need Drew Smiley off of this planet. I need a rocket ship, and I need Drew Smiley on Mars. Uh, he's, 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 he can't be a starter for my team anymore. He is awful. 5-1 Mets. But, uh, guys, uh, a couple weeks ago, PJ was all about the Cubs, 150-1 to to win the World Series. I caved. I bet the Cubs. Now they're 60-1. to I want to talk you guys in to a long-shot bet to win the World Series. Let's relive 2016 again. Cubs, 60 to 1. The offense right now, we talked about this on the uh, first mm-hmm. segment of the show, on fire. 292 batting average the last two weeks. Uh, they're walking 9% of their plate appearances. They're striking out only 20% of the time. They've stole 20 bases the last two weeks, second best in all of baseball. Since July 21st, they are 13 and 3, and they've outscored their opponents by 42 runs. That's nine more runs than the next closest team in baseball. And I was like, all right, is this for real? You look at who they've been playing. And then big series win against the Braves. We're like, hey, what's up with the Braves tonight? Uh, The Cubs took the series, and now they're only a game and a half behind the Brewers in the NL Central. I don't think what the Brewers are doing is sustainable. I don't like the lineup. I do like the pitching. I think the Reds are a year away. And the Cubs offensively, they're averaging seven runs per game the last two weeks. No other teams over six. And they've won six straight series. I know it's not looking great tonight against the Mets, but right before the All-Star break, I was done with this team. They were five games below 500, and I looked that day at fan graphs, and they had a 9% chance of making the playoffs. Since then, and since I've went on vacation, 16-7, and seven, uh, a winning streak of eight games, uh, six consecutive series wins, and now they have a 33% chance to win the Central Division. Uh, it, like Fangraphs has them right now projected to win 84 games, which would be eight over their projected win total before the season. And they have a 52% chance of making the postseason. We keep asking, like the Braves are awesome, but they're going to take the foot off the gas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's baseball, weird stuff happens. I, I can make the case for the Cubs, like if what they're doing is sustainable, if they could keep up, uh, you know, what they're doing offensively, if they're averaging six, seven runs per game. I love Justin Steele. I know Stroman's had some rough starts, but I trust him uh, in big games. I don't like Drew Smiley whatsoever, but the bullpen's been fine. I think the Cubs are uh, worth a flyer at sixty to one. Now, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on the Braves situation. Maybe taking their foot off the gas. If I was, a, if I had a Braves ticket right now for the World Series, I would be a little concerned. Not, not with what's going on tonight. I mean, it's one game, but the bigger thing for me. They have a ten and a half game lead in the division. We've seen teams in this position before where they got big leads and they just kind of you're just kind of coasting at the end of the regular season. You're not sharp, and that's when things start to carry over to the postseason. And that's when those teams, like with the Dodgers in the past, we've seen it with the Nationals, big leads in the division, and then they get to the post postseason and they just don't look ready. I like teams that are in playoff mode when they get to the playoffs. Now, I may, I may just for fun, just so we can all be in it together. I may get on board with you. I may tail you on that Cubs now at 60-1. to 1. I'd rather have it at 150, but I may jump in on the 60 because here's the thing. If the Cubs are going to end up making the playoffs and maybe even winning this division at this point, that at least takes away some of the pain that Trista and I are going to have with the Reds not winning the NL Central because the Reds yeah. have now lost six straight. And I'm looking at the Yankees at 50-1 to 1 and the Cubs at 60-1. to 1. If I had to take the two... I'd rather bet the Cubs than the Yankees to win the World Series, which is a crazy statement to say, but it actually makes sense at this point in the season. 
really quick, just moving off of like, if you guys wanted to hedge your upper, you know, hedge your bet with the Reds right now, like I really like this Reds team, and I'm not saying they're dead. I mean, they're right there, but and nobody's yeah. running away with the Central. I just think that they're a year away. And the reason I like mm-hmm. the Cubs so much, you know, um, has nothing to do with I'm a Cub fan. It's like you look at the upcoming schedule, right? And I know they're losing right now to the Mets, but they have just three games against current playoff teams for the next three weeks. They have a three-game set against the Blue Jays this weekend. Other than that, they're not going to see a team for the next three weeks that is a postseason team. Uh, Then they get the Brewers at Wrigley Field. That'll be a huge series. Then they have home games against the White Sox, terrible. The Royals, terrible. The Tigers, terrible. The Pirates, terrible. The September schedule gets a little bit tougher. They get the Reds in Cincinnati. That'll be a big series for you guys. They get the Giants in San Francisco. They get Arizona at Wrigley. Those three teams will be in playoff contention. But, man, the next three weeks, the Cubs could really take advantage. Who knows? They could have a a four-and-a-half, five-game lead in that division if they take care of business now. Again, they got to beat up on teams like the Mets, but uh, they're set. They're set up for success here. Which is why the yeah. Which is why when you look at BetMGM, they will not give you odds uh, for the NL Central. You just can't get it. You got Mm -hmm. AL Central, AL West, NL West, and that's pretty much it. Um, The the tight race that we have here. I actually like that. I, I like the 30 to one a little bit more than I like the 60 to one, 30 to one uh, to win the NL. I don't think they're going to win the whole thing. I, I think that I still kind of like the Astros. They get Verlander oh, yeah. back. It just feels like they're I'm a team of the same thing. Juve's back healthy. Like they've just been very much just hanging around, right? Like they're just having zero hype. I haven't I haven't heard anyone predict the Astros to win it, even though they just did and they've won a ton. Period. So I think I would rather take the thirty to one just to win the NL, and I think that's I think that's a very reasonable bet too. It, if they just it make feels the like an Astros season again. Oh yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just yeah. Some of these teams, yeah. Listen, with the Reds, like I kind of knew this was a team that that was more of just the uh, obviously look. You like the long shot odds at seventeen to one at that point, you feel good about it, but. Like, I just, I don't trust the Braves and the Dodgers we've seen flame out in the playoffs for years. They're at, the Rays are playing better. They went, they had an 8 and 16 stretch. They're 6 and 3 on this road trip they just had. But right in the middle of that, you got the Astros at 7 and 1, and you're going, Justin Verlander just pitched seven innings and two earned runs. Kyle Tucker's hitting 321, eight doubles, six home runs, 21 RBI in 22 games since the All Star break. They're getting hitting, they're getting healthier. They've now added another great pitcher that has playoff experience and Justin Verlander's been around for a little while pretty damn good and you just look at this and go the Astros just feel like that team where they're going to be fighting to win the division late in the season they're two and a half back of the Rangers right now who did go out against Max Scherzer that's one of the most exciting races in baseball but the Astros have been there before and we know the type of talent they have and they're going to also be in that position with oh we've got to fight we got to fight try to win this division at the end of the season versus coasting through like somebody like the Braves God, it makes me sick, but it really just feels like this might be the Astros to win. Uh, Ryan Abraham, uscfootball.com, going to join us next on College Football Realignment. Bet MGM tonight.